Welcome to another episode of Thanks Divorce, where we discuss the lessons, the awakenings, and the gruesome beauty of going through a divorce. And I'm your host, Janine Bell. Hello, and welcome back. That was my Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Don't mind me. I enjoy fun things. All right. So in this episode, we are going to talk about how to set yourself up for success and the importance of that specific mindset. And this is for small things, big things, your whole entire life, all the things, right? So this topic came about when I was working with a coaching client and you know you go through the session and they figure out what they want to do and what their big goals are and what the small goals are and and how to get there and so towards the end of the session I ask so how are you going to set yourself up for success to make sure that that thing happens and overall the purpose of coaching is to just kind of kick the ball a few yards down the field It's not about like, we're going to tackle this. You're going to get it done by next week. Yes. And you'll be healed. Yay. It's like just bite-sizing it, right? So how do you set yourself up for success? And that makes it digestible and really just doable and actionable. And uh, so here we'll talk about that for our lives. And one example is from me personally not a client at all, but for me, if I know that going to the gym is a chore, (laughs) going to the gym, let's not call it a chore, going to the gym, I have to go to the gym, okay, let's not, let's not even talk about what it is, I gotta go, I wanna go, so I'ma go, and in order to set myself up for success, I have to remove any barrier that would make it difficult for me to go. Any excuse will just make the whole thing crumble. So whether that means wake up earlier, you have the time, go, go do it. That means go to sleep earlier. You rested enough because that would have made the whole plan fold. I go so far as to prepare all of my gym stuff and have it available for when I wake up. So there's no like scrambling, I don't know what to wear, I have no idea, where's my socks, where's my water? Everything has to be aligned for me to go without obstacles. So take out the water, take out my outfit. For some people, they sleep in that outfit, okay? That's even faster, more efficient. Okay, less of an obstacle. So take out my water, take out all the things I want to bring to the gym, whether it be like one of those little stretchy band things or that thing that you put over, (laughs) I say thing a lot, that thing, that spongy thing that you put over the barbell to make sure that when you're doing those thrust things, you know, you don't hurt yourself. What else? And even have a plan. I know who I'm going to follow on Instagram for this workout. I know what I favorited the video. It's ready to like lock and load. Or sometimes it could be the screenshots of what I want to do. There is zero barrier between me and the gym. I'm an able-bodied person. I have slept enough. I have my clothes ready. I have my actual workout ready. My water, everything. And every time I do that, I go to the gym. 
a hundred percent of the time I go to the gym because I have set myself up for success. And when it comes to setting yourself up for success in your life, it's really about removing any obstacles that can stand in the way and just tackling them one by one. Any obstacle or excuse, let's call them excuses. Like, I don't know what to wear. Nope, figure that out. I don't have the time. Mm -mm, Figure that out. I, I don't, I don't know where my water bottle is. Like, no, no. Any excuse, you just crush it. <laughs> you just crush that excuse. And then that'll get you one step closer to your actual goal, setting yourself up for success. Now, for the person who's going through a divorce, setting yourself up for success looks different for different people. I know that. It depends on what your goal is. Like for that example, the goal was the gym. The goal is the gym. And 100% of the time, I crush it because I step on every excuse that I have. So in your post-divorce life, if your goal is mental clarity, if your goal is I want to get over this person, or if your goal is I want to build my actual best life, That's the carrot in front of you to keep you going. And then you remove any and every obstacle that will get in your way of having that thing. For some, that means staying off of social media completely. It's a tough thing to do because it's built to be addictive. We've learned that. We've figured it out. Sometimes it means unfollowing certain people on social media to get them out of your purview. That's an obstacle. Get them out. Or following new people. What types of things are you into? You like DIY? Follow the DIY people. You like survival tactics and all those hacks? Go follow those people. You like plants? Follow the plant people. Whatever. Like rearrange your world. Make the algorithm work for you. And all the things that you really want to see. Another way to set yourself up for success in your post-divorce life is to surround yourself with things and people and experiences that nourish you, that really and truly nourish you. Sometimes we have bad habits or bad ways of thinking or certain people that don't jive with the direction that we want to go. And we have to Make sure that the bubble that we create for ourselves only involves things that nourish us. And specifically about nourishment, that really means like checking in often. Is this nourishing to me? Do I find joy in this? If the answer is no, abort mission, get away, distance yourself, excuse yourself, however you want to do it. If it's yes, if it brings you joy and it's nourishing, Keep doing that and make time in your life for more of it. There's 24 hours in a day. You're awake for about 16 of them. So you can replace things with other things. You just take out one thing and put in another. And another thing about nourishment (laughs) uh, in terms of food, you know, that might be a part of what you call success, eating right, losing weight, gaining weight, whatever your thing is. Setting yourself up means putting things in your home because it's cheaper 
that work towards your goal. So if I say I want to stop eating junk food, I can't buy junk food to keep in my house because what I'm going to reach for is going to be junk. But if I set myself up for success and the only things in my house are healthy and good for me, then the only thing I'll reach for is good things. It's kind of like you create your own environment. You curate your whole experience toward the thing that you want. You know, sometimes I'm out and about and I'm hungry and I just kind of want a snack, but not necessarily a whole meal. And I'm in the vicinity of a bodega. Bodega is a corner store for those who don't live in New York City because I don't even know where else in the world they exist. But um, and for the most part, Bodegas are full of trash foods. There's sodas, there's chips, there's donuts. I mean, it's also like household items in there too, but think 7-Eleven, right? That's more international and worldwide. So I have to, even though I'm, I want a snack of some sort, I then have to make the choice that I'm going to eat the healthiest thing in there. If I just need a snack to get, hold me over to wherever I'm going next or whatever I, whatever the thing is, I didn't bring a snack. Shame on me because I would have been also setting myself up for success. But going to Bodega and, you know, I can have like water and maybe peanuts. They're going to be salty as hell, but like maybe raw peanuts. Depending on what, what part of the, like what neighborhood you're in, you may get some raw peanuts, raw nuts of some sort. So for me to set myself up for success, I would have brought my own snack. But if I find myself in a situation where it's outside of you know, basically what I can control, I then create the situation where I have to find what's best for me. And that goes for life. Life is full of trash experiences. <laughs> trash, 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 trash is everywhere. And here you are creating your own life, curating your own life for how you see fit, what you call success. You make the best decisions for yourself. And it's not selfish because honestly, no one looks out for you more than yourself. No one can because no one knows what's inside. Even if you explain like, I like blah, blah, blah. No, you know how to give it to yourself the way that you want it. So, so do that. So yeah, name of the game is removing obstacles that stand in the way of your progress, that hinder your success, that hinder your ability to reach your goal, that hinder your growth, all the things. How do you set yourself up for success? And some people's success looks different from other people's success, and that's totally fine. One person's goal is different from another person's goal, and that's fine too. Oh yeah, and P.S., from what I said before, all of life is not trash. There's a bunch of trash out there. There's also a bunch of great experiences that can be had. (laughs) You can have a great life, okay? It's not all trash, not all doom and gloom out there. That's just for the record. So yeah, that's it for today, for this week. I hope that you can chew on that for a little bit, let it marinate and think about the ways that you set yourself up for success in your life, in your post-divorce life, in your work life, in your parental life, all the things. How do you set yourself up for success to make sure that, you know, you have more ease in your life? Because why not? Why not? Tell me. Why not? And I'm going to plug again that I offer divorce coaching for newly divorced women who are figuring their lives out post-divorce and go to the website to learn more about the divorce retreat that I'll be hosting in February 2023 in Mexico. It's going to be a good time. 
10 women only and we'll be able to come together and release some things celebrate some things and plan some things for our lives that's it from me have a wonderful week and i will see you next time on another episode of thanks divorce